know what, man? I'm glad I crashed the wedding. <laughs> I mean, you know, you might as well have. Yeah, you know, because the way I like to see it is we wouldn't have done this podcast. If we had realistically. That yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think you really loved her anyway. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I did, but. Ah. Uh, you, you know. Like, you loved her at the time. I loved sure. her at the time. And very much still wanted now, to be with her. In a weird kind of, in a weird kind of, I'm never going to forget about her kind of way. But... Yeah, but would you have been with her the rest of your life? The rest of my. I mean, uh. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. It's it, yeah. You know, one of those, just one of those things. <laughs> one of those things. Welcome, Welcome. to Diddle and Brendan Ever Simpsons podcast. The podcast of myself and Brendan here do as a potential way to find our future wives. Yeah. yeah See yeah. what I did uh, there? I didn't actually think of a things, and I just, just made, made it up on the spot. Yeah. We're, we're, we're improv boys. It's no big deal. Yeah, in my head I was like, how can I connect this to dogs? And all the things coming to my head were lame, so I was like, I'm just going to stick with the wedding stick narrative. With the wedding, yeah. <laughs> wedding narrative in this one is there no but like the, the wedding narrative that i created ah, just there yeah yeah totally <laughs> yeah. see dylan this is the thing you guys probably might already know this but dylan always ties uh his his joke into the episode and, and, uh, apart from just there yeah. we're just there yeah so <laughs> in the final episode of this the this season mm. You guys got a, a new. Family. I had I, I I have one to connect to the episode. Nice. Welcome, Dylan and Brendan have a Simpsons podcast, a podcast that myself and Brendan here do as a way to get Cape Blanchett's attention. Oh yes, Cape Blanchett. Fingers crossed. Oh, she's in this episode. <laughs> did I know she was in this episode? No, I did, but I didn't oh, yes. like. I didn't cop to it until uh, I saw the credits, and I was like annoyed at myself. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's, she's a great actress, a phenomenal oh, American accent. Uh, ter- I mean, terrific. I wouldn't blame yeah. you for not knowing it was I didn't, her. I didn't copy it. And that's... also, like, wasn't really an accent that she's done in previous roles. It's a very yeah. unique, good accent. I feel like though I could hear it once I oh, once yeah, I totally. knew it was her. Yeah, though, yeah. You know what I mean? No, for sure. But it was still a great accent. Um, but yeah, let's get into the episode. Yeah, um, uh, great episode. Mm, um, do you want to give your little? Yeah. Sorry. Introduction. Uh, yeah. So, uh, this is Brendan and Dylan do a Simpsons podcast, mm. uh, a podcast uh, where, sorry guys, take it out again. Oh yeah, that's my thing. That's thing. <laughs> I, I just kind of you were doing it either. <laughs> so, Dylan is a hyper, super, supersonic uh, Simpsons fan, Brendan Morris is more of a layman Simpsons fan, and together we're tackling the later seasons of The Simpsons, starting with... The uh, 31st season. Yes. And we're on the final episode, in a, you guys. In about an hour's time, we'll be done the 31st season, yeah? Dang, yeah. dang. And, and, and you will be finished the first season mm. of, of Brennan and Dylan doing this. Where did those other 30 years go, man? I feel like I've, I really tuned in this time around, but the first 30 are just a blur <laughs> for me. For real? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first 30 years the of your first 30 life. seasons that we yeah. reviewed like on oh, this podcast my God. I, of course yeah, I can't yeah. recall them at all but I, re- I, feel, I feel like I started paying attention once you got to season 31 no I, I get you man <laughs> I get you I, I think uh, I think I think uh, you know, we started weighing off the coke and stuff like that too, so I that definitely <laughs> plays into it. <laughs> I think so. There's, there's always a line every once in a while. Yeah. Right, during during sessions. We started doing the podcast in 1989 when the show started, <laughs> and podcasts weren't the thing. <laughs> we were way well, we were the ahead ones of who created it, really. Yes. Yeah, we, we were, were way ahead of ourselves, <laughs> ahead of our time. <laughs> Which, yeah, let's get into the episode. So, um, we have uh, no drop board, no couch or anything as usual. No, used. just right in, yeah. Yeah, this little title scroll, which actually connects with the episode, interestingly, of just all their dead pets. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't Because yeah. I knew it was like Snowball, but I didn't realize... Snowball, Pinchy the Lobster. Did you ever, you ever seen it? it. Yes, I One of my favorite episode. side yeah. stories. Yeah. Uh, so, 
tragic. What's so great? <laughs> that one that he's like, he gives him a bath in the end, just ends up cooking the fucking lobster, right? The marriage cooks him, yeah, oh, but yeah. He, he eats all to himself. He's like, it's what Pinchy would have wanted. It's that he doesn't mean to, though, isn't it? He's like, oh, yeah, I just put him oh, up in a bath. Oh, you're right, you're, you're right. right. That's what happened. Marriage tried to cook him. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He just put him into a hot fat and <laughs> killed him. <laughs> oh, Pinchy. I hate when that happens, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, the other pets are Snowball number one. Okay. Um, a gerbil that he had in one episode that they like launched into a rocket. And... Oh, that's vaguely familiar from my childhood. Yes, you know I mean? and I can't pretend I have no idea who the tortoise is. I can't remember yeah, having sure. a pet turtle, but um, but they maybe must it's have... some, some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, probably is. This is like what, like the six hundred and more than six hundred and sixty-six anyway. This episode because that was Trias of Horror. Yeah. So. We're well past 70 anyway. Yeah. I've seen them all, but it's hard for me to remember all of them, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> My brain <laughs> doesn't work like that. You've got the Encyclopedic Simpsons yeah. fan. Yeah, and, and no, the, I the can't say I recall who the, them having a pet turtle, but they obviously did. <laughs> Still in the, you know, 30 years retrospective, we, you know, it's, it's... I know. No, it's fair, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's like... <laughs> no. It's a lot easier to keep up the layman Simpsons fan uh, part of the deal. Than to be Encyclopedic. I still have Encyclopedic. I just don't know literally yeah. everything because that would be pathetic. I watch other things too <laughs> yeah. that I also know way too much about. It's not just The Simpsons. Yeah, that's fair, man. That's <laughs> fair. It's just pop culture, but, you know, it's more than just The Simpsons. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, I, I'm like, it's, it's... The Simpsons do have a reputation for being... Literally, we said it, three, it's three decades of television. Like, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Can't remember everything. I'm sure not even LG remembers everything. No, I don't say that. <laughs> no, no, of course he does. Of course he does. But they actually have said, um, it was Mike Reese says, says in his book, actually, that um, whenever they're like coming up with a new concept and like trying to think, have they d- made this joke before or, or done this plot before? That Al Jean is always the person yeah. they go to. Oh, he really? just has like a, he is the one who like, a really really good memory. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Crazy. That he like will remember like specific jokes and will be like, we kind of did a joke like this before in this season I, twenty years that, ago. That's, that's insane. Like, that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know a lot of like. Uh, shows have like a, a Bible, you know what I mean, or, the, or that's what they call it, like the show Bible, mm. where they can. <laughs> Elgin like, is like their Bible, I guess. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's like like a continuity Bible for the Simpsons would be a fucking tome. Oh yeah, like, yeah, totally it impossible. It would be gigantic. Yeah, like, it would be, you know what I mean. Absolutely impossible. I remember Matt Grain saying before as well that for the Futurama writing room that they actually put up. Uh, like a, a a photo of every single episode. Wow. On their walls, so they could. You know, have a, a visual representation of like, of like, yeah, what they've already done, but you know, do with Futurama, not possible. Oh, with the Simpsons, <laughs> you'd, the Simpsons you'd need yeah. a building, would you? Know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, anyway, we open in, yeah. and uh, uh, this, this is a this is a Santa's little helper episode. So it's like, yes. we open in his dream, right? We open in his dream, yeah. yeah so he's uh, he's following a butterfly. Yeah. Um, a little Ralph Wiggum. Yeah, he drops his popcorn to chase after this butterfly, and uh, Santa's helper starts eating on the popcorn. And uh, the butterfly comes back and it's now chasing after Ralph. Yeah. Ralph's yeah, just petrified of it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, we come out and the family are getting ready for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So he could, he could probably smell the popcorn. Uh, yeah, exactly. In his dream. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, of course. That's why he was in his dream. Yeah. Smarge comes in with these two bowls of popcorn for the kids. Yeah, the kids are all excited. Who wants popcorn? Yay! To string and put on the Christmas tree. Oh, oh. damn it. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, I'm not, so, not so stoked about that. Yeah, <laughs> marriage or Bart shows marriage uh, an ornament that he made her. It's just like uh, the Star of David, <laughs> made of like popsicle, popsicle sticks. sticks, but it's like all <laughs> sticky and stuff. Yeah. Still, it's like, like we've all made one of these. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. That went up on the tree. Actually, 
I, I don't mean to brag, but the Christmas decoration that I made back in like probably first or second class still gets put in the tree. Whoa! Uh, hold on. See, that's it's the... a really, really bad star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is what a star would look like if if it was disabled, <laughs> and it still gets put in the tree to this day. Maybe a bit like a comet. What's a disabled star? What would that be? It, it, it would be I, my decoration that still gets put in the tree every year anyway <laughs> I, that's one thing yeah, I thought actually is that it's like uh, uh, you know Marge is all like oh we'll put this on the on the <laughs> back of the tree she makes like a joke about it and stuff yeah so good it's like, yeah it's pretty funny but it's like it's like yeah that's kind of mean oh yeah yeah <laughs> you know, it's totally. like I'm, I'm sorry sure our moms like enjoyed our shitty like you know little decorations oh, as I said like, my you know, my disabled Sarah is still loud and proud loud on that. right there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's this one uh, Christmas decoration that w- both myself and my sister remember making in primary school. Okay. And we can't agree who made it. <laughs> neither of us will neither of us will concede. We are we're always just like, no, I was the one who made it. What are you talking about? It was me. Is it a nice decoration? Uh no, it sucks. Like <laughs> <laughs> But you still wanted to we be were, yours. We were babies. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there no distinguishable about it? Like it kind of uh, streams Brendan or streams Shearshare about that decoration. Very similar people. Uh just just hmm. a difference of extroversion and introversion you know what i mean <laughs> fair enough Sli- yeah. slightly you know what I mean? mm. but it, the, the only little, little thing is that it's like the, the top of it has like this kind of ribbony thing and you know what i think i think we both used that kind of ribbony thing okay at some point right right so you can't quite Pinpoint. draw who yeah yeah, yeah fair yeah, i also right. love on the best decoration like just like little bits of purple dripping yeah yeah, yeah. he didn't finish didn't completely finish his ice pop like he's like uh, uh the purple represents jesus's blood <laughs> but yeah she puts a puts a decoration at the back of the tree and we see like, a knock off crusty like yeah uh, talking crusty ornament mm-hmm. thing that seems like it's dying um like a a sort of moonshine decoration from the spucklers yeah which is kind of soon i like to imagine yeah. that that's from to, that, yeah, from yeah, that, when he became buddies with him and that other exactly, episode. yeah, they kept up their friendship. That, that that that's what I'm putting the canon in my head for anyway. And that uh, one for Mr. Burns as well, just reminding them that uh, he's the boss, basically. <laughs> um, she didn't try to put the hat on Santa's little helper. That's it, yeah, and he just totally freaks out. The Santa hat, he's yeah, cool with it. Mm-hmm. You see from his perspective, he sees all the family like uh, you, you know talking gibberish to him. Um, and like all except for uh, uh, grandpa, grandpa yeah. who is actually just speaking English. actually speaking the <laughs> so funny yeah Marge has to try and take pictures of him but like, every single one he's like you know going crazy yeah. trying to get the hat off him and yeah. she's like oh, we waited three photos and uh, this is like kind of the start in the episode of like there's something wrong with Sanus something's up with this boy yeah you know what I mean? um Totally, yeah, and um, <laughs> she's like, "You're out of the Christmas card." And, like, whispers to Lisa, "Like, just kidding, he's not out of the Christmas card." And, like, can we be like, "No, everyone's in the Christmas card." <laughs> okay, but please, not like last year. <laughs> and goes to the yeah. every single fucking character on the show was in last year's Christmas card. <laughs> it looks like uh, uh, love that, like like a, like a Simpsons jigsaw puzzle or something. Yeah, yeah, no, that that, like, that is a very famous photo. Like, yeah, I have that poster actually, at my yeah. home in Shirley. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> iconic photo. Yeah, I, I actually would like to buy a new version of that poster and have it here, wherever I end up living in the future, just because I just it just like represents me perfectly. Because every single Simpsons character, <laughs> I like that little beautiful. Uh, that that little Easter egg then. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. kind of cool. Yeah, right? really cool. Um, we got the family in the car and Homer singing Christmas just tunes on the way home. Solana just being fucking, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, amazing. having the great voice and presumably doing a bit of riffing again. Jingle bell, jingle bell rock, on jingle bell rock and jingle bell rock. 
rockin' and rockin' and words of the song. Looks like I parked on the lawn, no. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go. There's mistletoe, there's kissing to do, and lots to kiss. And <laughs> uh, we see him flinging snow at Santa and destroying a snowman in the process. Not me doing any of those things, he's just so distracted because of his Christmas tunes. <laughs> um, I, love just, I love just whenever they let Dan Castellata like sing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's always just so clear like how much he is enjoying himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, oh, totally, yeah. Um, come back to like that Jungle Boogie episode. Yeah, yeah, completely. <laughs> so good. Jungle Boogie. Yeah. <laughs> um, or Puzzle Boogie, where he's like puzzle jumbling. Jumble Bro, Boogie yeah, was, that the, was, was what the tune. It was, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Jumble Boogie. Um, yeah, you get, get back to the house, we see that he's gotten married to Hoover because uh, it like hoovers up the wrapping paper. Yeah. Um, my favorite bit in the whole episode. Oh yeah. Was when uh, so he's you know it's it's, it's in like the he's using like the Hoover he's gonna give marriage and yeah. then it actually like uh, oh yeah hilarious eats up Bart's shorts and he's like oh it ain't my shorts. No, it's not so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually happened. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's a great, like, another, like, 30-year payoff. Like, I know, yeah, Jesus. You can still, literally, like, literally. How, have, how have the Simpsons never had something actually eat Bart Shorts? Eat up Bart Shorts before, yeah, you know so I mean? true. <laughs> the only, like, the only closest connection I can make to this happening prior isn't in The Simpsons. It's in um, Futurama and the Garbage episode when, like, they're putting garbage up on the moon. The one where um, Professor Fonsford Hans- makes the... Um, Smelloscope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you find like a bunch of like uh, Bart Simpson Krusty dolls, or Bart Simpson Krusty, Bart Simpson dolls, and Bender like pulls it and he says, Eat my shorts. And then oh, he's, he's like, like yeah, Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just eats it. <laughs> really we, we could make some kind of a pretentious uh, 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 metaphor here that it's actually the first time. eating actually uh, up uh, the Simpsons, and that's what that, that means. There we go, yeah. yeah. There's also <laughs> the only other one I can think of is uh, Seuss eats his pants in an episode of gravity falls oh yeah yeah true yeah. true <laughs> some sort of reference yeah um but no but actual correlation to the shorts there. eating no no un- until right now yeah 31 years later yeah um and yeah the hoover eats up his shorts yeah and marriage is like um homer we need to speak about the difference between um presence and, presence <laughs> and like household appliances yeah uh-oh it pans over it's another life it's like a miracle moth wrapped up in <laughs> I, I can relate to household appliances too because it's like you know I guess I know, I know my mom pretty well now but like mm. still find it d- d- difficult to buy presents for oh to this day you know what I, mean? I have said it and to be fair my parents have agreed with me on it that my mom and dad are the most impossible people to oh, buy presents no, for really? because they both just want for nothing like <laughs> <laughs> they're both just quite happy with what they have and they're very grateful which is lovely but it's Really, it, like, it's it, tough when Christmas and your birthday yeah, comes around. Yeah, yeah. Is it that, or is <laughs> their it their birthday, the, or, or are they just not good at asking for stuff? Um, they're probably that's probably a little bit to do with it. But even like, I will go because my mom and dad are both married to different people. For whoever doesn't know yeah, about yeah. that, I will go to my step parents, being like, "What should I get my mom or my dad for their birthday or whatever." And they'll be like, they'll usually just say, give them a voucher. Like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> no, I want to be creative. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, no, I don't want to buy them a voucher and have them know exactly how much I spend on them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, of but yeah, no, they're, if you're listening right now, mom and dad, I know you're not. You're fucking impossible. People <laughs> to buy presents for. <laughs> what, I, what I always try to do is like, uh, uh, this is like, it's kind of lame, but kind of sweet. Mm. I try to like keep like lists in my phone. 
present yeah, ideas yeah. form a thing. Because whenever you're trying to actually come up with something like close to the thing, it's just, it, as you said, it's impossible and you're so stressed. Oh, because you know. I usually will leave those things the last minute as well. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So, so not so much Christmas, definitely birthday, I will leave it after like a week beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Fuck! I have no idea. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just wait until they mention something that they like, and the, uh, and then I'll, like, I'll put it down there. Yeah, that's clever. Yeah, that's for future, Brendan. Mm, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we cut to we realize yes. that uh, uh, Santa's little helper has destroyed the couch. Yeah, yeah, and then Bart is like uh, immediately trying to say that it was him. Um, but like, as in the back did it. Yeah, he's all like, hit, hit me with the newspaper. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh, we don't have a newspaper. I get all my news online. <laughs> it's like, so it's such a joke, but it's like, that is, that's not stupid. No, that's that makes most people. sense. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's kind of said in such a way like a, well, it's just a little gag, being right? a silly yeah. billy. But like, yeah, everyone, that's more, where most people get their news nowadays is online. <laughs> I didn't check who, who wrote this episode, but it was like... Carolyn Omine is the, is the lady's name, yeah. I thought I thought it was a great episode and it was like kind of the difference... I love it. it yeah, it, it was like there, there was sort of like a difference a little bit in the characters I felt like in this episode. Hmm, sure. But I would compare it like uh, superiorly to say like the Pete Holmes episode where there was a difference in all of the episode, in all of the characters. The feel of the episode, yeah. yeah. the feel of the characters, but it didn't mm. work. This, I felt oh, like there was... You know, I, I felt yeah. like there was a difference in, 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 in all of the characters that did work. Yeah, yeah. You know and it's mean? almost like you can say that they're, that they're behaving differently because they're put into quite a unique situation this episode. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Or it, it kind of feels that way for me, whereas it didn't feel that way with the Pete Holmes one. It was just like, you're Serving. jeopardizing these characters to serve your script. That's what... You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I do. Th- I think. I think. Like you know. I, I guess. Like whoever. Whenever. Whenever someone else is like taking the reins of. Uh, uh, has, has this. Has this writer written a lot of? She's been on for a long time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um. I couldn't tell you for how long. She was on at the beginning. She definitely came in like. Yeah. Before they Somewhere hit double digits, 30. anyway. Yeah yeah. 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 For sure. Oh wow! Really? That's. Oh, she's definitely been on at least season ten. Yeah. She's been on for a good yeah. long time. Yeah. Um. But anyhow, yeah. Lisa suggests that they. Uh, they go to a seminar held by uh, Elaine Wolf. Um, but Homer doesn't want to go as it's the same night as the fight. Yeah, yeah, UFC. <laughs> yeah, marriage is outraged like because it's cost sixty bucks, so which he uh, mentions that he paid seventy because he wanted the HD one. <laughs> She's like, we don't have HD TV. <laughs> one of my favorite lines, just um, I wanted the pay per view operator to think I was a big shot. <laughs> so funny. But you can see the yeah, essential helper is like staring at a wall and just looks absolutely miserable. I, I really felt for it. Yeah, man. Oh my god. It just broke my heart seeing him so sad. It's like the most insight we've ever. Or I don't know. I, I think the most insight we've ever gotten into. It's like I would say it's definitely. There's been other episodes where he's been the main focus. It's definitely, yeah. definitely the deepest one. Yeah, I For you. sure. I yeah. You. The most dramatic one. They do a really good job just. Like you said, like making him really sympathetic. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I love you. You even hear like everyone's everyone's saying blurring yeah. um, as he's staring at the wall, and you just hear Grandpa going bills, bills, bills. It looks like that's just like what's repeating in Cecil yeah, Lauper's yeah, head. Yeah. It's like you just hear him going, "That's three bills." <laughs> <laughs> Once again, everyone is uh, gibberish except for fucking <laughs> so Grandpa, who actually completely just, understands. Yeah, yeah, I'm senile. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> We didn't cut to uh, the bedroom. Oh, Homer yes. is crushing oh, yeah, up the, candy. This is the bit that I was thinking of, actually. That it's, that it just seems like kind of out of... Yeah, fair, fair. It was funny, though. Yeah, Lisa comes up uh, saying that she's made the realisation that Homer has difficulty listening to the female voice and yeah. basically enlists Bart's help to help her get the message across to Homer. To which Homer then goes, yeah, I love you too, sweetie. <laughs> This, the, that line interested me, okay? When he was like, yeah. I, I, have to, I have to admit that you have 
difficulty. Do you feel like you felt that with Homer before? Because that was one of the things I felt like the, seemed like a difference of uh, writing slightly. That he's like, uh, like just, just has low, difficulty. Low key sexist, almost. Well, not even low key. Like I suppose, like unconsciously was thinking about sexist, but just just has difficulty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I suppose the only correlations you could make there is that there have been many moments in the past that he's been inconsiderate towards marriage and has like made comments yeah, suggesting sure. that she that she's kind of like you know just a housewife, housewife even like him buying all the, the the presents just being household appliances yeah, yeah that's a good you know point I mean? that's a good point there's definitely been plenty just... of jokes made like that in the past but that's mainly just because that's an easy joke to make for a, yeah, a family yeah. and I guess comedy. Being, being like a kind yeah. of a negligent husband doesn't necessarily mean you're sexist no I definitely don't think you know Homer's I mean? sexist yeah no no I mean yeah I, I, is, I don't is think, my answer to your question I, I, but I don't think like <clears throat> th- that joke was necessarily saying he was sexist either though just saying no. like you know that he has difficulty hearing the female he voice taking the, the female voice seriously yeah yeah which I guess still is sexism though right? it is it yeah, is. yeah I, know, I, I think it is that's what Lisa's no saying yeah hmm yeah, no, it just surprised me. Like, yeah, that. I mean, if you had to really read into that, this is Lisa saying it to him. Yeah. Lisa is a very intelligent person who kind of expects the best from people and sometimes expects yeah. too much from people. So maybe she just expects Homer to hear her out a bit more than he does. Cool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get yeah. you. Yeah. It's my way of uh, guess, rationalizing it. <laughs> I, that's good. That's that's. I really like that. I guess, mm. I guess I just, like, one of the things too is, like, because, like, of how much I also like... This is and this is also kind of from you two, you know that yeah. that, that uh, Homer and Lisa's relationship. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I was just I was just surprised. So. Yeah, no, definitely. But to be honest, I think it's only there is a joke. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah I think yeah, I think Lisa has loads of respect for Homer. But yeah, back back goes on to read this letter for Homer and reads it like a ten year old. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's so brilliant. <laughs> it reminded me of like whenever you would get reading in uh, like in primary yeah, school, yeah. Yeah, in secondary school as well actually. But like in primary school, you're just kind of yeah, yeah, you're just kind of struggling with a few words, and he clearly like gets some bits wrong. Like the grammar is off, but there's no way Lisa wrote the letter wrong. It's just his reading yeah, of it. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, which uh, Homer then goes like, "Oh, that's great reading, boy." And Lisa, for writing, you get the the biggest reward of all, the greatest honor of all, a hearty Homer hug. To which he willingly accepts. And then he snorts the candy. That bit, man. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, "What? Why? Why are you? Why are you eating it like that?" I already like, brushed my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> And I have to say, though, I know it's a bit strange not a character, but what a hack. What, what a life hack. What a life hack. You know, like when you've already brushed your teeth, but you, you remember you have bed, like, some yeah. yummy sweets downstairs. Yeah. 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 You, Let's you, fucking crush that shit up and snort it, man. crushing your candy up with your iPad right beside your bed, so you're like, yeah, come on, come on, of course. <laughs> What's he doing with an iPad? I think it's because he's like, at the start, he's like, he's like, uh, oh, I love playing Candy Crush. Oh, you're right, yeah. And then he just like starts walloping the candy, the candy right yeah. next to him. <laughs> His favorite game. <laughs> so we then cut to um, Elaine's yes, seminar. Yes, their seminar. Yeah, Kate Blanchett up doing doing Kate Blanchett things. Yeah, yeah, just you know? being an absolute bounce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Kate Blanchett. Oh, man. phenomenal! Yeah, one of my favorite actors. I can definitely relate to her uh, speech here too, where she's just like, <clears throat> "Good evening." The more I spend time with dogs, the more I realize that I entirely prefer them to people. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. I really despise you. <laughs> so fucking true. The blunt delivery. Dogs are fucking. I saw some really nice dogs. Dogs are amazing. Ran into ran into a, a, a friend of ours, Amy. Um, I saw her dog Daisy Amy as P. well. Amy P. Uh-huh. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Just, just lovely dogs. 
Yeah, oh, I, I, I think about recently how much I freaking love a dog. I would love a dog. Like, oh, man, we can't have one here, unfortunately. Though. That's the thing, yeah. You know, um, you have to walk it every day and stuff, though, as well. Yeah, and it's expensive to take care of and stuff. Yeah. I, I, as soon as it's financially possible for me to have a dog, I am oh. going to get a dog. Oh, that's so 100%. good. That would be so sick. Imagine if we had a dog. I would love a dog so much, man. I, I But, like, I couldn't... Well, it would be a, it would be lovely, but I'd be just like, fuck, keeping something else alive. <laughs> I'm just about good at keeping I mean, myself alive. Come to think, they're not I'm even that good at that. I mean, I'm, doing, I'm doing what I can, you know. <laughs> the no. dog would, you know, invigorate me. That's what they always say. Just, yeah, exactly. I'll yeah. just skip it. I'll just adopt a child instead. There you go. Yeah, yeah that, that's you know easier. I mean? like, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see whole new lease on life that parenthood gives you. Yeah, exactly. Jesus, touch. I'm touching wood for you. <laughs> I don't want to look, Dylan. I didn't want to say it on the podcast. But I'm actually, I'm actually pregnant, man. You are pregnant. Yeah. Damn, man. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, 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 no, totally. Just keep going. Keep, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Keep, keep keeping on. Yeah. Jedra Taylor goes on to say, uh, as the owner of a dog, a tiger, and a dolphin, I am highly offended. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm guessing is a Mike Tyson reference. I know he does own a tiger. I'm not yeah. sure about the dolphin. Maybe. Would, I, would, I wouldn't would be say, surprised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's probably just like tacking on at the end to you know, like yeah, like, yeah. Rule of threes. Because Tate, Tate, um, Dredrick Tatum, Dredrick Tatum. Sorry, mm. uh, uh, has to of course just be like oh, a larger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything that Mike Tyson is. Yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> um, Jen talks about how we spend so much time wondering what our dogs can do for us and not what they actually want. Yeah, which is very interesting. Yeah, this great character was fantastic. Yeah. Oh um, my god, so love Elaine. So good. Hmm. Incredibly likable, but also like they're not I, trying I, too hard to have her be likable. She's no, also incredibly flawed, and that's kind of one know? of the reasons I was so um, I don't know. I was sort of surprised it was Kate Blanchett. It was such a big character because mm. because I almost always feel like when they have uh, a celebrity guest in, mm-hmm. I can tell. You know, yeah, I can yeah, tell that the, that the character was written specifically, but it, I, I, I don't know. It, it, True, yeah, yeah. So much texture to them. Absolutely, yeah. That's the thing. Kate Blanchett wouldn't just do like a. A flimsy little guest spot, like it has to be that, a well-written role. Sense, you know, two-time Oscar-winning actress, like yeah. Fuck, so they, they wrote her an amazing part. Wow, two Oscars! I didn't yeah, realize yeah. that actually. She's indeed. Um, she then gets a call from Clayton. Um, I love this little this little subplot. Ridiculous! Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was great. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Uh, Clayton calls her up, an Englishman, saying that um, he's let his wife. He's left his wife, who was relieved because she knew that uh, he they loves loved, her. Yeah, <laughs> loved each other since primary school. Primary school. school. Like, this is primary school. Uh, like this is ridiculous. Like, do, do you know who voiced him as Michael well? York, Michael yeah. York. Michael York. from? Uh, that's that's Basil from uh, Austin, uh, Austin Powers. Austin Powers yeah, Logan's Run. Uh, Cabaret. That'd be yeah. like the things people know him from. Yeah, so also a very big guest spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just like the intensity that this like <laughs> this gag storyline is like dealt with I like, it. <laughs> it's, we all get married aren't we is it uh, yeah yeah sure I, got, I gotta go yeah yeah <laughs> inside your mail you're like don't hang up now we're invested because <laughs> nothing is, uh, is, is 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 more important to this woman than the dogs than the dogs exactly you know yeah. what I mean like and this is the this is the dude that she's loved since primary school since primary school man she don't she don't get down with that <laughs> yeah exactly she doesn't worry about that I have to say as well speaking of that slideshow metal guy you mentioned that like um, the whole thing about like him yeah. always criticising something that when he like wasn't criticising Pete Holmes' character in yeah. that episode that it felt very like 
tacked on. This was a this was that same guy done well. I get you. I he get was you. just invested in see, see, their real life drama. I liked I liked it the first time around. I just felt it was when he was like, episode. "Be my son's god." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that was, was like it. too much. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> in totally. this time, yeah, I mm. agree with you. For sure, I thought it was hilarious here. Yeah. Um, Shane goes on to say, yeah, what, well, what do you do when your dog isn't feeling well? And we cut to Homer is watching the... The UFC on his phone. On his phone, yeah, exactly. He goes, uh, choke him out and tap out! <laughs> to which he's absolutely outraged. Um, we then cut to Elaine going to her car and the family stop her. Lisa kind of says, like, I... Ma'am, I know you were once a young, inquisitive girl like me. Mm, not like you, no. I knew when to keep quiet. <laughs> Oh, this character, I love her. <laughs> and I, actually, I said earlier, like that, my favorite part was the uh, the the short bit. Yeah. But actually, this bit is just just here. The bit of lamppost. Yeah, I think it's just a beautiful, like weird piece of like animation. Yeah, really cool. So it basically, says uh, t- talks to the family about how um, when we see a lamppost, we just see a lamppost. But when dogs see a lamppost, they see everybody who's ever been there. So we just see like from Cecil Helper point Cecil Helper's point of view again. Um, we see Barney wrestling the lamppost, um, Wendell getting his tongue stuck on it, mm. and um, Gil trying to watch TV with it. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's, really it's so interesting. It's it's like uh, uh, um, the how they animate it is like just all these like ghosts just kind of like you yeah. know drifting in and out. Really like, ominous. Yeah, it's kind of like this like mm. radiostatic kind of kind of image, and uh, that's it's it's actually true as well. Um, really? Well, well, I don't know like is this in particular, but. But that's There's some because, truth to it. But because dogs uh, evolved with their noses closer to the ground, oh um, yeah, they that's why that's why they could smell so much more, and that is why uh, their sense of smell kind of dictates. You know, we our, our eyes are kind of like how we like navigate the world more so. You know, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, but, but true. Like they they're what what we would think of more as a kind of like a, like an image for us. Mm. I know they they were more strong. It's it's really difficult to kind of like. So it's translate like what what you would call an image would be a yeah via your, your nose. Mm-hmm. Know, you know what I mean, I guess it's conveyed pretty well in this episode. Yes, mm. yeah. but also I forgot to mention that she um, immediately sees Hansel the helper needs help and uh, consoles him, and uh, he actually sees her as a dog. That was also yeah. really interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's how like you know connected with dog she is. I think it's uh, like uh, there's a little reveal later on that like who who he saw her as. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That, yeah. yeah. Like, um, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, guys. Come on, you guys. Come on, come on, come on, come on, you guys. Um, but yeah, Marge was on to point out to her that um, he really likes her. Clearly, to she, I love her line here as well. Um, some great lines from her, like, um, "Oh yeah, he loves me. Yeah, knows I can help him. Uh, but alas, a woman can only scoop so much poop." <laughs> <laughs> um, we then cut to uh, ooh, where are we now? Oh yeah, they're, so, they're reading the book, Elaine's book exactly, in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she and uh, Bart's like, get to the bit that help that helps us. And he's like, at least he's like, I'm trying to. But in the acknowledgement, she thanks all 101 Dalmatians. Which <laughs> <laughs> is funny. At least he's just trying to read every single bit of this book. Do you know the names of all of the Dalmatians? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, every single one. Of course. Oh, Do you want nice. me to say them all out right now? If you, if, it would take uh, too much time. Yeah, I that's think. that's it. Yeah, yeah. You're true. I would say one of them. Spot. That's also the a patch. Old. Ah, yeah. dang. Spot's the only one that I knew. Ah, oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you I know all 101. I doubt there's even all 101 that have names. See, see, I feel like they must do, though, because... Where in the movie would they have time I know, to say... I know, to be like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey! 
Maybe they could like it, maybe they could just call them like one, two, three, four. Like but not like that. Yeah. But it's or like, you know what I mean? Like some kind of a sequence to make it easier to remember mm. them all. I often think about the live action hundred one animation film. What a fucking oh, nightmare yeah. that must have been. <laughs> Working with so fucking many fucking dogs. Nightmare. Yeah. That's so true actually. Yeah. <laughs> I read the IMDB trivia before the 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 sound technician apparently said it was the most difficult job he ever had. Which, of course, it would be for a sound technician of all yeah, jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So much, like, fucking barking. Dogs, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Insanity. So there's not just dogs in that. In the, in there's the also a parrot. Where, there's a bunch yeah, of animals, yeah. Like, they go to a farm at one point, right? Yeah, yeah, Don't totally. Like... Oh, I used to love that movie. <laughs> That'd be a, a fun nostalgic one to go back to soon. Glenn Close is fantastic in that film as well. Glenn Close, she's like, so good she's as Crown of the Bill, yeah. right? Oh my god, I've so seen freaking in, good. And Jeff Daniels is the man. owner, dude. He is. Yeah, dude, I have not seen that in in years. Yeah, I I mean, actually... in my head, it's a solid movie, but I haven't seen it in years. Maybe it doesn't hold up. Well, but well, the nostalgia know, would still be there. Would. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, I used to love the original. Uh, uh, love the cartoon uh, as well. Yeah. Oh my god, like mm. just like how they used to draw Roger. I just used to. I don't know. I just how they used to draw everything. I just, I just found Roger is the 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 guy who owns Pongo. Oh, Pongo is the dad. Is is the dad Dalmatian? Oh, yes. and Roger is yes. the is the, the dad. The, the original is the actual owner. owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Jeff Daniels character, I guess. Yes, parallel. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's Roger. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Um. But yeah, they're reading the book. Um. Mary tries to take the Santa half the Santa hat off Santa's little helper, to which um he bites her. Yeah. Yeah, which was pretty heavy. It's like okay, well this episode is. You always kind of knew. But this is the point where we realized okay, this episode is pretty really intense. going in a different direction. Direction. Yeah, it's dramatic. Like, um. <laughs> to which homework was get the first aid kit. <laughs> At least because we don't have a first aid kit. <laughs> He's like, look under the tree. <laughs> it was, just, was like, oh god, down there. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said that it was so funny. <laughs> I like, I like. Uh, well, I sympathize with kind of how like upset uh, Homer is in this moment. Yeah, you know the Danks still always just voice acting in this bit. Hmm. See, because he loves the dog, but also his wife has yeah. been harmed. You yeah. know. Yeah. Totally. Really, really sweet. But um, yeah, then he's he's putting his little helper outside, and Bart's insisting that he stays outside too. And Homer's like, "No, you can't. I'm the boss." And then this person is a weird little appearance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I am, and he paid me to tell you what to do. This boy is sleeping outside. Yes, sir. Bart's like sleeping with uh, Santa's little helper. <laughs> yeah, very outside. sweet. Yeah, sweet image. Yeah, cute. and yeah, we got to marriage and Homer, and Homer's basically just sad. Uh, Searching for the cheapest dog doctor there is. <laughs> I mean, they cut to the vet, and the vet uh, immediately insists on putting the dog down, seeing as he bit Marge. Yeah, which is like an unfortunate reality, you know what I mean? A hundred percent, unfortunately, you, yeah. You know? Yeah, very unfortunate. But I like, uh, I like, uh, I like Hank Azaria's playing of this guy, too. This guy, yeah, yeah, really, really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, they're, they're outraged, and Homer puts like... Uh, those dog things on his head. What do you call yeah, those things? Are those uh, a cone? Uh, yeah, a dog cone. Yeah. There's surely an actual name. though. I'm sure there is. Yeah, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. You a dog cone. What's up? On his head. Yeah, and Homer walks away. He's like, I can't even look at you. He puts on. He's like, I like the Pixar logo. <laughs> Which is funny. And um, yeah, cut back then to the house, and Wiggum, Wiggum arrives, um, saying that he has to wait until animal control arrives, and they're going to be taking the dog away. <laughs> and Barrett goes um, you're not taking away my dog you big balloon <laughs> he's like <laughs> oh, that would be amazing imagine me in a parade yeah. <laughs> like... imagine himself as a big balloon like the Macy's <laughs> Thanksgiving Day Parade <laughs> Snake in Wiggum's fantasy Snake shoots the balloon down he's like 
Aww. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has some great moments in this scene. Kind of grounds the scene. He's like the comic relief of like yeah, a, a, yeah, yeah. a pretty heavy scene. Very true, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I love, I love his, his, his vibe in this. Yeah, he's got some good one-liners. Very possibly, like, they could have actually been a Chief Wiggum, uh, Macy's Day, pl- you know what I mean? In, in real life, I, yeah, it, it, it easily could have been. Entirely possible. I, I know for certain, Bart has, and yeah. sure other Simpsons characters have over the oh, years as well. I've seen that Bart one before. It was in, um, it was in freaking Thanksgiving of Horror. That's at the pro- very end of the episode. Yeah, yeah it plays, exactly like, ominously it. at the end, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's I was going to say, it creeped me out. Yeah, yeah, it's so freaky. <laughs> it's, like, partially deflate or kind of, like, you know. Yeah, they knew what they were doing that episode, for sure. They knew that it was it's a creepy-looking float, like. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, Elaine arrives. Yes. Yeah, saying yeah, yeah. that the, the dog is on like, breaking yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something horrible could happen if, if she doesn't fix it soon. To which she goes, um, Barco goes, uh, he, he bit her mom. It's gratifying to to be right. <laughs> They're all looking at her like, "What the hell?" Like, screw you! Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no! How horrible! <laughs> so they have to get like everything like all together just to get. Uh, yeah, they pack uh, up their bags for Santa's little helper. helper out of there as quickly as they can. Yeah, before animal control arrives, and I like Lisa's line there. She gives gives Santa's little helper a bag, and it's like, um, "Do I deplore the the murder of all animals to slam me from me?" Yeah, very yeah. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> and then like this bitch was like so uh, uh, out of left field, so funny. Uh, Homer's just I like, know, yeah. <laughs> uh, like just like snuggling with like sometimes my helper. Not the emotional like, type, yeah, but yeah, he's the big massive just kiss. absolutely smooches. Yeah, the but then last time I'll have her kisses him back, yeah, licks him back. back. Yeah. Really cute, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she goes like in a doghouse, you two. <laughs> and the final bit of this scene, just again, this great Wiggum is that uh, I'm not leaving till I get something. Make me a, make me a sandwich. Marge is like, no. no yeah. I hate being a police officer. I'm glad that Marge didn't make him the sandwich. Absolutely, too, yeah, you know deserve I mean? one. Yeah, that dog away. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, that's the end of the second act. If you want to give your um, your sponsor. sponsor, yeah. True, true. Indeed. This week's sponsor is me and Dylan's Fight Club. <laughs> you ever want to get punched in the face, but not by somebody who's good at it? Come on down at Dylan and Brendan's Fight Club. Mm. Or a knuckle sandwich on the house? No. On your chin, sucker. Yeah. Brendan and Dylan's Fight Club. Get rattled. And I watch Looney Tunes. <laughs> Brendan and Dylan's Fight Club. Where nobody knows your name. Mm. <laughs> um, I just want to throw it in as well, guys, that we're like way more progressive than the fight that you see in that movie. Yeah, I know, totally. We're quite self-aware that uh, we're just we're quite aware that um, you can't not talk about Fight Club all the time. So we actually have a designated talking about Fight Club area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you well, can, you can mingle, yeah, and mingle chat, and chat you with your mean? fellow mates about Fight Clubs. We know you have to talk about it. We're you know we're not idiots. Well, no, you know we don't. Yeah, and monsters. nowadays everything needs advertisement, so you know we had to advertise our thing, so we had to talk about it, you know. So the rules it applies, but you know we're we're mixing it up. Yeah. <laughs> thanks to us. For thanks, thanks to Brennan and Brennan and Dylan's Fight Club. Yeah. You know? <laughs> really appreciate it's a, it, guys. A larger organization, you know what I mean. Mm. God, handsome and caring, <laughs> those guys. <laughs> and we can fight. And we can fight exactly. Make me so happy. 
<laughs> so then we, we cut back to um, Elaine's house or Institute of Dogs, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. What was it called? Like, dognitive uh, 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 therapy or something. Mm. <laughs> and they, th- they show this, like, three different times just to, like, uh, hammer home their little gag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was very, very proud of it. Um, Elaine gives sends a little help for some snottage water and uh, shows her a video of the Institute, um, assuring him that he's a good boy and that there will be no fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking virtual, yeah. Like, um, yeah. I like seeing like Santa's little helper just happy again too. Yeah, you know see, I, mean? I love their relationship. They have a really sweet relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You, this is another thing of just how earnest and like lovely this character is. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, and again, like, um, Kate Blanchett really carries it because, like, you know, there's no voice actor Santa's little helper. All he has is little doll yeah. bones, but yeah, yeah. you know, it's mainly just Kate Blanchett, Kate Blanchett speaking. Any idea carries it brilliantly. Who uh uh does those voice? Um, it's it. it's been it's been two people over the years. It's a couple of times it's been Frank Welker, who like does a lot of um he voices Fred and Scooby Doo, but he's also done like a load of mm. um and he does really good animal voices. So that's like kind of been his main thing, and he's actually one of the highest grossing actors of all time because of this. Mm. Because major movies are always going to need animal sound effects. And yeah, noises no, of course that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'd, I'd imagine like once you were the guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know makes I mean? a pretty like, good buck off that. You, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like he's done like The Lion King, Zootopia. You know, there's loads of movies like that. So he's a go-to yes. for that. Yeah, yeah. So I know he voiced Hansel Little Helper for a good while, but I actually think nowadays it's uh, Dan Castellaneta. Oh, yeah, cool, very cool. Yeah, I'm fairly certain. For the most part, anyway, it's usually it's usually Dan. Um, I'm like 99% certain it's him in this episode. Um, but yeah, um, she stays with him for the night to establish trust. Yeah, yeah. Play, like, uh, does some little reading with like a squeaky newspaper. <laughs> yeah, a squeaky newspaper. <laughs> um, and then she, she uh, is reporting on him having a nightmare. And we we see the, the, the dream that he's having. Um, so it's like an... We see... The, 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 we ha- there's like a, a blurred image he was seeing for the past... Up, up until this point we didn't, we didn't know what he was oh seeing oh my god yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I never caught that this was what it was actually. yeah yeah so it blurs yeah. out and it was it's his, his mother's breasts teats yeah 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 and um we, we see he's um he's uh suckling ha- yeah suckling, suckling trying to give a, a nice the, phrasing the for that weird, yeah. yeah suckling he's sucking milk out he's of her boobs out of his sweet dog boobs there we go you know the ones <laughs> um yeah and he like helps a struggling puppy yeah uh, find her milk yeah really really sweet lovely animation too and this bit actually made me tear up really this, this, yeah. this, this, there's some really beautiful imagery in this episode oh fabulous uh, um, but did we realise too that this the this is his mother and, and the face of his mother was who he was seeing in Kate earlier. Blanchett's, yeah, yeah, he was uh, seeing his mother in in Elaine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, after he gives the milk to the other puppy, um, she like starts licking. Starts to help her, like letting him know that he's a good boy. And as if all really sweet until someone grabs him and takes him away from her. And yeah, then we cut out. Really upsetting. Yeah. Really upsetting. Yeah. Um, and he wakes up. He's super. Yeah, yeah. Stressed. Stressing. Exactly. Um, all days confused. Um, we cut to the family are all praying for the, for the dog. Gonna get my dog back? Of course! But just in case, I know this isn't the kind of thing a father says to his son, but let's pray. Being cut back in a lane, um, ask him what he thinks of marriage, obviously because he's, marriage is one that he bit, and we see that he sees marriage as a comfort. Again, like a little dream sequence of him. Like um, being comforted by marriage in like a thunderstorm. Right? Yeah, yeah, and he, he, she like takes the sweater out, out of the washing machine and puts the sweater on. Says it'll help her. Really, really cute. Um, so yeah, so kind of like just this thing that it just doesn't add up. That that uh, uh why why he, he would bite marriage? Why he would bite her? 
Yeah, exactly. And then Clay arrives once again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to tie up this storyline. Yeah, exactly. He's ready to take her to Tuscany and he's dug up his mother <laughs> to take her ring. So freaking funny. <laughs> but she's like, uh, she can't go yet. Uh, but says that she can go to Tuscany in a few weeks' time. She's, she's very willing to, to marry him, but she just needs a bit more time. But he's like, I can't compete with a, a wagging tail. I can't <laughs> quite again, get Michael York's beautiful accent right. It's uh, but once again, it's just all about the dogs for Kate Blanchett. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's not, she's uh, not willing to to go with the the love of her life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly, she is in love with him. Like, yeah, it's always tragic, but the dogs come first. And like, yeah, as he says, I can't get people to wagging tail. And the... he leaves. He puts the ring into a bag that says uh, "Rings of the Dead." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And then again, very cute moment. Yeah, he leaves and says, "Helper is like starts moaning," and she's like. Oh no, no it's not your fault. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, just uh, human nonsense. But then she actually starts crying for a second. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's like cute. She actually does love him. Like it's, it's a really yeah, tragic little really little yeah. insight into this character. <laughs> she does want to marry him, and he's left his wife <laughs> to be with her. But she's like, I'm sorry. It's, it's also a strange little thing that he just has a, a whole bag of just dead people's rings, rings in, in his in his coat pocket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, again, it's a dark deed that he's like uh, he loves her enough to dig up his dead mother (laughs) to take out her ring to give to Elaine (laughs) insanity I would only do that for a handful of women (laughs) (laughs) with a handful of rings am I right am I right yeah am I right yeah they're doing some sort of little puppy play time Uh, Leslie says he'll help her off the leash and he snaps at one of the dogs instantly Mm -hmm. uh, causing Elaine to tie him back up obviously yeah yeah and And she then discovers the Santa hat yeah 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 um, Which was like kind of like just within his uh, his like bed that he, they took away from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's hit it. Uh, so he returned to the Simpsons' house, and uh, Homer thinks that it might be a similar looking dog that fooled the kids, <laughs> but it is in fact Sensible Helper. <laughs> um, and yes, yeah, he reveals the hat, and uh, this bit was super cool. Um, this week was my first time seeing this episode but the first time I saw it I was like that is fantastic how did I see that coming the hat was the hat that Bart wears in the very first episode of the whole show yes sorry this bit of course yeah so so cool and then we didn't get cut to um, just a little clip to remind us of that very first episode in case people didn't see it and again it's a really sweet lovely moment um, where they um, they they, they, they pick up Sansa Helper after being um, thrown away from the Greyhound track and uh, Barris like, oh, can we keep him, Dad? And he's like, oh, he's a moron. He's a loser. And he licks him. He's like, oh, he's a Simpson. <laughs> really, really sweet. It's really lovely, cool, to seeing just like the difference of animation. Oh my God, such contrast, I mean? so yeah, insane, yeah, absolutely insane. I love how Barrett speaks about it like it happened only recently. I enough. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Despite the fact that they've had nearly seven hundred adventures since then, <laughs> <laughs> all within the same year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's been a crazy year, man. <laughs> Um, I love it, like just as well, like just the difference too of of, of like the the Homer voice. Oh yeah, like sad contrast. Yeah, we're going out for frosty chocolate <laughs> yeah, milkshakes. milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> so insane. Yeah, I was saying to you recently, like how the hell did he go from um, hey Bart, you know, uh, let me teach you a lesson to yeah. Every time I learn something new, it pushes <laughs> some more stuff out of my brain. <laughs> I guess I guess it makes sense. contrast. If you think about it, that it's like that second voice sounds like it's lighter and less kind of like. Mm-hmm. grading or kind of like, no, like that's the thing. harder to do that's the thing yeah I'm Senator Farrell talking about that actually because mm. um, not as big a difference but there is a difference to 
the way Peter Griffin usually sounds, so he sounds like now. And uh, Sam Farron says that like just over time, you find ways to make it easier, make it easier for yourself, yes, and then, yeah. th- th- that you just feel more comfortable with. Yeah. Um, which is healthier. Which is just, you just, just makes perfect like, sense. Like, yeah, yeah, you find yeah something that, that that's healthier for your voice exactly, and that just kind of happens. So many examples like Cartman kind of sounds different now. Like he's yeah, oh, he, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Home, where he's a bit more <laughs> sounds a bit more human now. Um, funny, I've I, I've actually found that myself with um. I have a, a an Instagram page for people who don't know. Mm, mm. I have a character called Paddy on it sometimes. Um, but when I first started playing, if, if you watch the very first time I played Paddy yeah. and the way I play him now, I'm doing the voice very differently because again, I just found a more comfortable way to play him that is just more natural for me. So well, that's something just happens when I you play these characters over time, especially kind of if it's like a you know like Paddy's like a caricature kind of thing. Yeah. Of like when you're kind of like uh, uh, doing an impression of somebody or something like that, <laughs> it is easier to go way harder. Totally. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It, you know? But it's like, if you're playing this character for a long period of time, you do need to... You find a way without even realizing it to make it more sustainable yes. for you. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? And I think that's what Samir Fadlin was talking about. Yeah, so super interesting. It's funny. I, I feel as though, like, occasionally, like, you know, uh, I, I've gotten, like, better at it, but there was certainly a period where uh, when I was trying to do something, I would, like, I don't know, like, push into the kind of, you know, uncomfortableness, I think. Of like, uh, like oh, challenging like, yeah, your voice too yeah, much, yeah, totally. almost. And just yeah, yeah, totally. And straining my voice because, like, I'm mm. like, you know, oh, this is how you do it, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. Of course, we are grateful for the, we are lucky with the, like, the training we got in college. Yes. Yeah. And that, like, we 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 were trained to kind of like, um, you know, do, do hard and challenging accents and scream and stuff like that, but do it in a way that you're not actually affecting your voice while doing it. Not not straining as much as you could have anyway. Because I would remember, like, back in like youth theatre and stuff we do these dramatic plays and I'd be screaming and stuff in them like yeah. and I would actually get a sore throat the next yeah, day yeah, yeah. Um, whereas now I've because of the training we've had I can do that and not you know fuck up my voice <laughs> which is nice it's the same with like stage falls and stuff I used to always like you know what I mean like mm. just just really like go for it and just end up injuring myself yeah yeah you know exactly I mean? like, yeah <laughs> you do need to find ways to fucking make these things uh because yeah, yeah. you want to make a living doing this like so do you know yeah <laughs> sometimes acting, give it to yeah. your state not your stage manager your um your stunt guy yeah brendan come on like brendan never uses his stunt oh, guy i am, I am a plays. stunt man guys yeah <laughs> exactly uh but yeah elaine goes on to say like santa's little helper was a racing dog <laughs> not much of one even i could beat him <laughs> yeah because it's true actually yeah yeah <laughs> that's the whole deal that he was like actually sucked at racing yeah uh she goes on to say that he needs to confront um his abuser like the guy that uh, threw him out of the greyhound yes. track in that yeah. very first episode um but uh so but, yeah like, marriage is very willing but um they're having christmas oh, brunch yeah yeah <laughs> And they're like all this, like trying to take as much food before they go and stuff like that. But the family end up leaving and let them stay there. And I love Tavers a little bit. Just um, I have it here. Um, oh yeah, he's like, I hope they have HBO. I hope I they have HBO to... Go. Well, I've been meaning to uh, to watch Euphoria, but uh, I, I don't want it on my viewing history. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a great little <laughs> random a really specific line. joke. Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of his viewing history. I just like that while everything that's about to happen happens, Dr. Hibbert is in the Simpsons house binging. Well, binging Euphoria. <laughs> yeah. 
definitely like a, like a random uh, a fantasy or just want of one of the Simpsons writers. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> guess so. <laughs> Do you want to binge Euphoria? <laughs> but he doesn't want to his viewing history. Yeah, a weird desire. <laughs> to go to... Um, the uh, Yes, the farm. Yeah, of, of the Greyhound dude from that first episode whose name is revealed to be Le- Les Moore. Um, ah, Les Moore. Like less and more. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's intentional, yeah. yeah. Um, and Lee immediately slaps him. Uh, <laughs> yes. He goes on to tell the story about... Um, like he's like, But I like he's like, oh, you probably want a drink to throw in my face. Yeah. Like, yes. It's like, oh, I, I was being sarcastic, but yeah, sure, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he threw a drink a... to throw in his face. <laughs> really, really good. Uh, he tells a story of how um, Seabiscuit, or Shebiscuit, should I say, uh, Sansa Little Helper's mom uh, was her fastest dog, and she loved Sansa Little Helper very much. That he was actually her favorite, uh, so naturally he took him away from her. Um, <laughs> to which all the family slapped they all him. Just take a go <laughs> slapping him. Yeah, yeah I like that. Which I like. Yeah, it's kind of rewarding. <laughs> yeah, here's what you get for fucking abusing my dog. Um, and then my God, like just the tears started flooding for me really? personally when he reunited with his mom. I yeah, I I like. Uh, I I really liked it. I sort of I I almost thought though. It, the only thing no, I agree. Like, it's my one criticism as well. I agree. It still made me cry, but it yes. definitely felt a bit like they're giving us absolutely everything we wanted. Yeah, a little here, bit, a little, little bit, bit for sure. I, I anticipated she'd be dead. That's what so, I anticipated, and that like when she was, he was running towards her. It was like a thing in his head or something. Yeah, I yeah. actually anticipated it was going to be you know like the, like Gosh. the same as like the nose, the smelling thing that he saw before. Wow, that would have been so heartbreaking. I bet that was the original ending. And they were like, "That's too much for yeah. a, a show that a lot of kids watch and stuff." Maybe that would have been so heartbreaking. He was running for his mom, running for his mom, and, and then we cut to like from their perspective, and it's just him running after him running nothing. After the, yeah. Oh my god, that, <laughs> that has to be the actual. That would have been whew. But, um, this still was beautiful though. Like, my, my, my literal yeah. note here was that uh, Sansa helped reunite with his mom, and it's really beautiful. And I cried. <laughs> was what I wrote, yeah. And I love the lines of the line here. Just uh, he'll be all right now. I better be off. I have to walk twenty dogs. I could use the help. <laughs> the family are so unwilling, yeah. despite everything she's, she's done, for, done them. for them. Like. They have not a chance, like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, How often this must happen in The Simpsens? All the other people get roped into their adventures, but then they're like, "Oh yeah, so I'm willing I, to help them." Yeah, yeah. The, like, the Sherry Bobbins one is a perfect example. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. she's like so troubled, but they're so unwilling to help her because she <laughs> just needs to help them. Like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, all is well. We get our final tag. Um, all tra- all the trauma seems to be resolved, and they're there with Tensile Helper and with the mom. Um, everything seems to be okay, yeah. but Snowball's having some trouble Snowball with the fish. Real ups- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that tag. <laughs> that was a funny final gag. To close it out, it's it's probably not, but dude, dude, like they they have like Santa's little helpers, like mom with them on yeah. the couch. Yeah. Do they have two dogs now? Um, I haven't seen any of season thirty-two yet, so I have Whoa, no idea. Really? No, no, pretty. No, I haven't. It'd be pretty cool if they did, but I have no idea, and I would be surprised if they didn't either. Unfortunately, but yeah. let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be very. I actually would love that because so this episode intrigued. is so good. It deserves yeah, that. Almost. T- exactly. I yeah. would appreciate that continuity. I thought this was like one of the the, the best like through line episodes of the whole mm. season. I get it. Oh, one hundred percent. This is my favorite episode of season, For real? season thirty-one. Favorite without one. a doubt. Yeah. Um, task episode. Amazing. Um, but yeah, I suppose we'll, 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 we'll sum it all up. Oh, just to say something about the, about the mom. Like, I, I could see it being a thing that maybe they won't do it straight away, but it's a thing that they know that she's there. Yeah, if sure. If they do want to use her in the future, do you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So it's that might that, that might be kind of even preferable, perhaps depending on who's writing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean? It's it's a thing that the writers at least know that she is now canonically there with the family. Yeah, do you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could be a cool thing if they ever do decide to do anything with it. Um, but yeah, in the end, um, I gave the episode a, a, a nine point eight. Wow. Um, I have a lot of notes about it. I I wrote um my only criticism as as I just mentioned, I said the ending feels slightly like it's giving us everything exactly yeah. what we wanted. Um, that's my only criticism. I thought the episode had a perfect balance of heart and humor, which, as you know, is my favorite balance. A, a solid dramedy. Um, a great sense of the helper episode. Phenomenal uh, work by Kate Blanchett, and not just because he's a fantastic actor, just the the, the part in general and the writing of it. Hands down, my favorite guest appearance of, of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, brilliant closer for the thirty first season. Great to see some development on something that we I never thought we would get development on. Just the whole thing of like where Cecil Helper came from and that connection to the first episode and did, like what's so amazing about, about this episode it actually makes the very first episode of the show even better just having yeah, that backstory you, having that actual, you know like, through line. that context yeah exactly and uh, my final was just easily on my top five favorite Christmas episodes of the show too oh wow yeah wow. yeah and interestingly like this episode came out in May 2020 so it's only Christmas to suit the narrative of connecting to the first episode and Santa Lipper exactly yeah of it being Christmas but like it's even the tone of the episode it's something you could easily watch at Christmas time definitely do you know yeah yeah Yeah. it's a a solid Christmas episode it's actually better than the actual Christmas episode this season easily (laughs) Bobby is cold outside true actually easily better than that episode Um, I really really enjoyed this episode I love this uh, love this episode I thought it was like the most in-depth Santa Little Helper episode uh, I've ever seen at least Mm. the great Kate Blanchett part um, I was like uh, surprised it was like her at the end. I I gave it um, gave it an eight point three. Eight point three. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I would I I I would say I I, I think it is my favorite Sandal Helper episode. Yeah. The more yeah. I think of it, there's some other great Sandal Helper episodes. Two that pop into my head would be my fair. No, it's not what it's called. Um, damn, I forget the name of it. The one where Bart gives him away for like a a a, a collie. That episode's great. Oh, the, the, yeah. The, the K9 Mutiny is in, is in that episode. K9 Mutiny. Season 8. And What's the, the name of that collie again? Laddie? Laddie. Oh, like, it's like a thing of, of last It is Laddie, movie. yeah. Yeah, because for a second I thought, I thought the name of the episode yeah. was My Fair Laddie, but it's not. I just created my own fucking pun there. Um, and the other one is Dog of Death is a great one. It's in season 3. I'm sure you've seen that one. It's a pretty famous one. The one where they win the lottery? Oh. No. Oh, read your episode. Have. Okay, yeah, season three, Dog of Death. If, you, if if this episode is making you feel... Yeah, get the feel. A feel for more Sensible Helper goodness. Those are two other great episodes that focus on the dog and give him so much heart. That's the thing, I I, I covered that when I was reviewing the show, um, the first 30 seasons of it on my Instagram page, is I love that this show has such a, like an amazing open world and so many great characters and stuff like that, that they can do an episode about... The dog, the family dog, yeah. and you care about him. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. You don't mind the focus being taken away from the main family and focusing on a character who doesn't even speak. Do you know what I mean? Like because, because they, they do, do it amazingly, it entirely with heart is the thing. Exactly, yeah, and care I mean? like, and love it, for this yeah, character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's, there's, there's nothing like kind of, uh, and and you do care about him. But they didn't, they look texture and like his character properly and give him. Hmm. You know. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um. Yeah, I think that's everything I, to, everything I have to say about the episode, really. Um, wonderful episode. Yourself? Wonderful closing yeah. for the... And just a real... A I, great I, closer. I felt like a, a, a change of 
energy compared to every other episode. Totally, as I said, yeah, it, I, I I thought it was a had an amazing fifty fifty balance of um of drama and comedy. And I know The Simpsons for the most part is a pure comedy, and I respect that. Obviously, it's my favorite show. I love yes. that. Yeah. But that being said, my favorite episodes of the show are the ones that can make me laugh and make me cry, and that episode is definitely one of those for me. Um. Yeah, great episode. Like, just hands down my favorite of the thirty first season, and also like pointers for. I love when I I I I'm very particular about like I always think that the first episode of the season should be great and the last episode of the season should be great. Mm. There's been many times where it hasn't been, so yeah, really great to I see a, a, a solid Tales finale. Like. Yeah, or where it's just like an episode that should have been in the middle of the season. It's such a throwaway episode. Yeah, whereas this one is perfect. Like great finale for the for the season, definitely. So here, especially a bit like kind of shows like The Simpsons where it, it, it like because they're not. Uh, like like you know like plot based linear like it's not like a running plot yeah um I think it's so often they can be kind of put by the wayside mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, exactly yeah exactly yeah I, I really do feel like um I don't know it, it, it's kind of a, a particular thing but I do feel like the, your, your first episode and your last episode should be good especially when you're a 22 episode season and you you anticipate there's gonna be some kind of throwaway episodes in there I think that shouldn't be your first and your last one you know and that's just my feelings. Um, yeah, I'm just everything I have to say about it, really. Um, so, let's get some news. Live from a young man's bedroom in Cork City, it's Simpsons News! I just I just had the one, but uh, it's a pretty cool one. An episode coming up in the 32nd season, titled Panic on the Streets of Springfield, will oh, feature hey. yeah will feature Ben the Cumberbatch. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, as an imaginary friend that Lisa creates, uh, who is a depressed... Um, Singer, uh, singer slash songwriter from eighties Britain. Oh, yeah, pretty interesting. And uh, there'll be original songs in the episode written by Brett McKenzie, the what? guy from Fly, no by way. the Concords. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's yeah, he's written several eighty style songs for the episode. And he actually tweeted about it um, after it was announced, just saying, um, "During the madness of twenty twenty, I worked very remotely on an episode of The Simpsons. I wrote uh, some eighty style song." Uh, waking up at 3am in New Zealand to record the sultry recruitings of Benedict Cumberbatch in London <laughs> and zoom some sweet harmonies in LA with Yarly Smith. So that'll wow. be a fun episode. Yeah, I'm really intrigued by that Can't one. That. Two really great, um, well, for because he won't be in it, but like still like, cool to have him on board yeah, as a songwriter yeah, yeah. and then Benedict Cumberbatch being in it. And uh, apparently I think he would do super well also. Um, I, I think the, uh, the, 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 cool. the Concord, just like everything they make, I sure always appreciate. Yeah, yeah, totally. So you know he'll do something special with this. He also wrote the songs on The Muppets. So like you, yes. You yeah, know yeah, he's a great Muppet freaking right? songwriter. The one with Jason Segel and Muppets was Wanted, he was a songwriter for, yeah. Wow. So amazing songwriter, yeah. And won an Oscar for Muppets too. Dang. For Manor oh. Muppet. Oh, very true. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. song, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want some fake Simpsons news? Absolutely, throw it at me. Camels. They come with Springfield. Is that it? <laughs> I'll get one more. I'll get one more. <laughs> up, up, up. <laughs> the more I let that sit in. <laughs> they come with Springfield. Camels. Right. Upcoming episode <laughs> to feature North Korean dictator Kim Jong Il. Jeez. Oh, uh, in a uh, voiced by the real life ghost of the former dictator. I was going to say he's dead. <laughs> yeah. well, well, I was That's actually I was able to get him for a comment. Oh wow! He already said. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're being taken down. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
Oh, dang, actually, yeah, the podcast will be... <laughs> um, what was he... What, did, did you have any further conversations? What was he like? Oh, he was... Uh, you, you know, he was pretty spooky. Yeah, very ghoulish. Very, yeah, yeah. We're drifting here and there, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, any intriguing conversations pop up or... Oh, it was mostly, uh, like, a lot of, you know, a lot of vowels, a lot of... Ooh, I owe you... Nice. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh shit! I, 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 legitimately, I forgot again. Yeah, forgot about <laughs> that so we're this, doing this, this now. Is, this is our last uh, uh, segment. Oh, season thirty-one. Yeah. Oh wow, where we improvise a song based on the episode. Yes. We just reviewed. Yes. The way of the dog. The way of the dog. He's pretty sad. They can't help him. Pretty bad. Oh, super sad, super bad. Dreaming about butterflies and popcorn. Can't even cheer up his blues. Can't wear that Santa hat. It's just bad news. They gotta go to a dark there. surname Wolf is that kind of a doll connection there? I think so. Yeah, I'm gonna realize that now. She likes dogs more than people. Won't even marry the love of her life. Competition ain't steeple. No way. Oh, and the competition ain't rife. I've loved you since primary school. <laughs> oh, there ain't no ghoul in this one. No ghoul whatsoever. No, ghoul. no Kim Jong Il. No Kim Jong To disturb our weather. Just Michael York. Loving Kate Blanchett. Love her so much. Oh, loving, I love and love and love and love and love and love. She can't help. Looking at those lampposts and seeing the tragedies of the human minds. It's not kind. The poor dog. The family are heartbroken. Not even Homer's household appliance gifts can save the day. It's not okay. Take the dog to town and 
He's gonna be put down Always acting like a clown Being the Pixar logo thing We him arrives to take him away Beck says no, that's not okay And they conveniently have packed bags for the dog already <laughs> It's all ready to go And there's a major flow Elaine shows up and says Come on, let's go Nightmares about his mommy. Oh, his mommy's gone. His mommy's gone. It's taken away. It's a tragedy. What you gonna do to me? Emily are praying. Hope the dog's okay. Homer thinks a different dog, but it looks the same. Mm, she says no way. Oh, this one thing. So what happened to the, the, the dog services? Uh, you know, the sound is a little helper. He just went off to the, like, dog to Oh, true. I guess place. he didn't chase my bonus. then <laughs> when he came back, they were like, it's cool. I guess we so. get this dog that bit him. I mean, it's, it's the Springfield Police Force, sir. So incompetent. Maybe the animal control people yeah, are too, you know. This town is not very good at their jobs, you know. Yeah, yeah. So they go to Les. To Les Moore. To hit him the floor. To slap his face. They have a race. Oh, what a disgrace. At the Greyhound, he gets a slap too. Meet she biscuit. What a cutie coo. He runs to her. He sees her face. He's okay now. It's all okay. He smiles. Then laughs. And Elaine's like, Have you walked my dogs? They're like, Nah. You're like, Nah. Way. Not today. Not today. Yeah, I guess that concludes everything. 
Guess so. I got no more to say about the way of the dog. The way of the dog. Wonderful episode. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. And this has been our first season. Um, this is very, very satisfying. We've done a whole freaking season. It, nice. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Sweet. With the boys. Yeah, thank you all. And we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.